Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to engage in therapy and how to make the process fluid. So I'm still in South Africa. As I mentioned in my last video, I'm so excited to be here. I'm from here. So that's why I'm actually shooting out in nature outside. I wouldn't usually do this at home, but since I'm here, why not take advantage of it? So today I'm going to give you guys tips on how to engage in therapy, how to make it easy for yourself, especially for the first session. It's the most anxiety-ridden time, especially for people who've never been in therapy before. So the first thing that you need to do is find a therapist in your general area so you won't travel very far to go see someone. So once you find some people in your general area, make sure you find someone that specializes in what you need help with. So whether it's an eating disorder, depression, anxiety, PTSD, postpartum depression, all kinds of things, make sure you choose someone that meets your needs. That would be best for you and that would be best for your therapist because you don't want to show up to a session and the therapist is like, well, I can't help you because I don't specialize in that. Okay, so then once you choose a therapist, most therapists actually have a free 15-minute consultation. Most of them provide that to their potential clients because that's an opportunity for both the people to get to know each other. So you're getting to know your therapist and see um, if you are able to work with them, if you can fill out their vibe, if you feel like they could get along with you or you can get along with them and if they can help you because the therapist also has the right to refuse services to you because they may not be able to help you or they feel like you guys aren't vibing so you both of you guys have rights so if you end up choosing a therapist make sure that you ask them about the insurance process or how you could pay them so some therapists actually work on the panel so they accept various amount of um insurances and some people are self-pay so you have to pay them cash so that's really important for you to discuss because you don't want to arrive at the session and you didn't know that you have a copay from your insurance or you didn't know that the therapist was self-pay that means that you have to pay them cash so to avoid any confusion ask all those questions ahead of time so if a therapist uh gives you which insurances they take and one of the insurances are the ones that you have I will call up the insurance company to see how much your copay would be so that you're prepared to pay at the facility and you can start off on the right foot with not a lot of confusion. Okay? And when you, um, before you also get off the phone, ask about paperwork. What type of paperwork do they have? Can you fill it out online? Can they mail it to you or do it in person? So, you know, a lot of therapists now, you know, because of technology, they have the paperwork online. You can fill it out online or download the paperwork and have it ready for them when you get there on the first day, which makes the process a lot, little bit more fluid. So you don't have to worry about sitting there and filling out paperwork, you know, when you're already anxious about the process, especially if you've never been in therapy. So always make sure you ask those questions ahead of time. Also, ask the therapist 
how do I get to your office? What is your address? Because we don't want to assume what their address is based on their website because sometimes therapists move or things change and there's more than one office. So you don't want to end up going to the office or the wrong office. So also ask them, where should I park? What does the building look like? Should I pop across the street? Is it in a suite? Is it a standalone building? Those are actually realistic questions because you don't want to get there and you're looking all around for where to park, what to do, is it is the correct building? You know, those are not unrealistic questions. So always ask the questions that come to mind because especially on the first day, you don't want to worry about the minuscule things because you have bigger fish to fry, right? The next thing I would also recommend is writing down all the things that you feel like you need help with. It's easier for you to memorize what you need help with or you could bring it to the session if you do it ahead of time because sometimes we as therapists, we come in there and ask, okay, what do you need help with or why did somebody send you here to come to therapy? Just know what you need help with because it makes the process fluid. If you have no idea, that means that it will take longer for us to get into the groove of things so that we're trying to fill you out about what the issue may possibly be if you don't know what you're specifically going through you can write down all your symptoms have you been having restless nights have you been anxious have you been scared to go outside or you have been isolating you have felt like yourself how long has have these issues been happening and has somebody said that they see something in you that you don't see? So write all those things down from yourself and what other people have said about you. That makes the process a lot easier for everyone. And also, when you do start therapy, make sure you make time for therapy. Whatever session that you schedule, make sure you can meet that because you don't want to schedule your session for Monday at 2 p.m. and you know that you have to be at work. How does that even work, right? So don't just go according to what the therapist has. Ask them, hey, I'm available in the mornings. I'm available in the evenings. Is there any way you can work with me? Or are you open on the weekends? You never know until you ask. Because if you go at your time, then that means that you're more inclined to show up. If you're choosing a time because the therapist gave you an availability, that's not really going to be helpful for you because you'll be stressed out, worried about how you're going to tell your job. Don't do that to yourself. Make sure you have somebody that's open or flexible or willing to meet you halfway that doesn't mean that you don't have to be flexible as well you need to be able to provide the therapist with some type of flexibility so that you guys can work together and create this bond that you guys are trying to get to okay and then when you first start your sessions make sure that you give your therapist a chance this is the most vital vital thing on your first session you know there's gonna be some paperwork involved and the first one is usually a biopsychosocial they ask you about your entire background about your whole entire life so be prepared to answer questions about your family history your history what led you to therapy and what you feel like is going on with you you know, you don't want to just judge the therapist based on their skin color or based on what they have on or whatever the case may be. If you go through a whole session and you're really not into the therapist or you feel like they're not into you, it's okay to bring it up. And it's okay to choose another therapist in that process. But you don't want to judge someone within the first 10 minutes because you don't know what that person might be able to help you with. It's very important when you engage in therapy, you're open to learning different things. And when you do choose a therapist, make sure it's a therapist that's actually culturally competent. And what I mean by culturally competent is someone that can understand your culture, where you come from, or what's going on with you or somebody that's actually willing to learn or understand 
who you are and what your culture says. So don't just choose someone that was available or choose someone that you feel like you might possibly like. Like that doesn't really work. Um, and decide. This is your opportunity to decide, am I going to come back to this person? So let's say the session is over, everything went well, or everything didn't go so hot, or you just weren't feeling that person. You could either give them another chance to try to redeem themselves, because maybe the, the therapist wasn't having a good day because we are, we're human, or maybe you were so anxious or you were overthinking things on that particular session. Give them one more try. Or if you feel like, absolutely not. You have the right to not go back. Just let the therapist know over the phone or in person that you won't be returning so they don't block out that time slot for you and you're not going to show up because that is kind of disrespectful to their time. So if you do have respect for other people and their time, you're going to let the therapist know that, hey, this is not working out for me. Um, I'd rather go see someone else so you could go ahead and get rid of my time slot. Or if everything went well with your therapist and you feel like, yes, I found the person, everything's going to work out, we're going to work together, we're going to be a team, then you should go ahead and set up the next appointment while you're there. It makes it much easier instead of having to call try to get a hold of the therapist. So set up a schedule, like I said before, that works for you and your therapist so that the next time it's much easier for you. And then this probably will help you feel less anxious for the next session. So this is the next session, this is when you really get to open up and see how you know therapy is going to be helpful you can ask questions and talk about it so sessions are usually about 50 minutes because that leaves 10 minutes for a therapist to do notes use the bathroom eat do what they have to do before their next session so you know prepare yourself to have 15 minutes there and to have a conversation and always be open because if you're open it makes the process much easier and I know that some people are hard to open up but share as much as you can share as much as your your mind allows you or your heart allows you and that little bit may be much bigger than you think it is so always be open with your therapist so they can help you as best as possible and you have rights so make sure that if you feel uncomfortable with your therapist you report it and talk to the therapist and you know if they work for an agency talk to them and say hey um i'm really not you feeling like you're respecting me and this is talking to the therapist and if that doesn't get resolved then you know you could talk to the agency or whomever if you are respecting the therapist they have the right to terminate you so those are the basic things you need to think about in therapy because you know even though you're paying somebody for a session you have to make sure that you provide the same respect that you expect from them so these are the tips that i would give someone who's trying to engage in therapy i know it, there's a lot of anxiety that you know is involved in trying to open up to somebody new but always think about you know the outcome and what you're going to get out of it and you're going to get some great great tips and you know some great skills that you can use on your own when you no longer need therapy so if you found this video very helpful to you please like share subscribe and hit the bell notification so that you won't miss any of my videos i'm looking forward to 2019 it has started off really well so i'm really thankful for everyone that's been tuning in thank you so much Thank you for tuning in. 
please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear. 